This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 bucks at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. And make sure to go check out Draft Day 2.0 starting August 9th at noon Pacific. Ryan Real Money Kramer will begin drafting for 24 hours straight. The Fantasy Football Marathon will raise money for Daryl, a loyal listener who was injured in a motorcycle accident. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft day for more details. All right, DGENs, welcome back. We got the FedEx St. Jude Championship. It's your boy, Boston Capper, with very special guest. I mean, I guess he's, he's got to be part of the family at this point, right? He's, he's definitely at least a soldier, right? Nagels Bagels, what's up, man? Very special guest. I like Very when you re- I like when you make that reference. I know. I know like Pepper, thanks for having me. Good to yeah. be back with you. All, always good to have you, brother. The uh, the the FedEx playoffs are coming up. Steve's not here to take forty five minutes to bitch about the terrible format. And uh, and get very upset and angry about shadow leaderboards and things like that. So we should be able to just you know talk DFS and uh, and kind of go over some game theory stuff. Because once again, it's Monday night. It's like nine o'clock. We don't have a ton of information uh, other than you know uh, obviously course history, uh, some slight leans on ownership and things like that. But yeah, we we'll definitely want to pick your brain on uh, on where we're going to go this week. You want to pick my brain? Because I, I came on here to pick your brain. Well, that's fine. We can pick each other's brain. Because be I have no – I'm looking at the last couple of years of these leaderboards, and, like, you know, uh, Daniel Berger has this great history at this golf course. Yeah. And it's a lot of water, and it's really hot, and you don't know what the motivation is. But now it's a, it's the first playoff event, yeah. and but guys have been playing for weeks and weeks and weeks to try to get here, and now they're finally here. Yep. And I just – it just does not seem very predictable. It seems very complicated as to where to go. Yeah. What, I, so we're going to have to break down these ranges. Oh, yeah. Like I, I, I agree with you. I think uh, I think the heat is definitely a factor. Guys who have played six or seven weeks, but I also think guys who we haven't seen from the open. Like, how do we trust those guys? Like, I haven't seen them fucking swing a golf club in weeks. And when was the last time somebody won a golf tournament who wasn't coming in in good form and played recently? You think, one. you think it's too long of a layoff? I, I don't. I don't buy that. See, I do. I don't. And I'm not. They need a break at some point. I mean, there were. It's, well, it's a grind out there. It was the open? It was like fucking three weeks ago, four weeks ago. All right, that's a long. Break. That's a long. That's a long layoff, man. Yeah, but it's not like they're unfamiliar with this golf course. They've been coming here for the WGC the last couple of years. They yeah. all know it, and it's like they're gonna have to play three weeks in a row. Most the top guys that we're talking about, the top yep. 30 guys. So it's uh so what's their motivation? The guy who's sitting in 15th hasn't played in fucking four weeks. He's in fucking Memphis sweating his dick off and he knows he's good at least next week and probably through East Lake. Like, is this a tune up round for him? Is he trying to get an extra 500 uh, FedEx cup points? So he starts at minus six versus minus four. You know um, I mean? Are you talking about anybody specific? No, or? no, just in general. Seriously, just just in general. Guys, I mean, guys, we haven't seen since the open. If you're a top thirty guy, like get yourself in position to try to get get into the top five. So when you get to East Lake, you have like a legitimate chance to try to yeah. win a FedEx Cup. Okay, you know, if it's fifteen million, and then some of these guys are freaking, they already know that they're leaving. I know. So there's there's you, you gotta you gotta factor these things in, man. That's yeah, a lot going you- on this week. 
I know, like Decky, like so, like uh, like just off the top of your head, what are we gonna do with Decky, right? With Drew, and then the next day because of his wrist, right? The next day he's out fucking speed testing drivers, and it's like, all right, well, you're really not injured. What's really going on with you? You know what I mean? Like, there's a know. lot of rumors swirling for a lot of these guys. A lot of these guys, and you got you, you know, got nobody, nobody knows shit though. Well, you had a guy on last week who gave you a little bit of a scoop. I know about man. some of his countrymen. I know he broke my hat, man. It it killed me. I was so upset. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So upset. It sucks. It sucks. The whole thing sucks. The whole thing and, sucks. Yeah. So let's I mean, talk about it. Like that's that's it. Like that should be anytime we bring up live, it should just be like, all right, the whole thing sucks. Let's just fucking move on. It does. <laughs> but it sucks. does suck. It does suck. I agree. It's ruining it's ruining everything. Yeah. It's it's making well, you you know you know how you know it's like uh like in like when you pick in stocks and things like that, you know how to like unload something when you're at like Publix and like the cashier asks you about like Bitcoin. You're like, oh fuck! All right, everybody's in on this. I gotta get the fuck out. Well, yeah. with like Boston Sports Radio, who barely mentions uh, you know major stuff, and they're announcing live tour stuff on their updates uh, on the commercials. I'm like, holy shit! Like this is getting attention. And then you look at last week. Uh, it was the last week of the week before with Trump getting involved. Mm-hmm. And all those maniacs like Majuri, whatever the fucker crazy ass his name is, and they got Tucker Carlson out there, and this is going to be an absolute shit show. Like this is gonna, this is gonna, this is going to, this is gonna make me join Steve and get the fuck off Twitter. <laughs> like I can feel it. I can feel it coming. Wow. I got off Facebook years that, ago because of the same thing. I was like, that I might can't be- do it. I can't do it. I got to get off. Okay, so neither you or Steve. Well, I kind of think that. Yeah, that I know. God damn, your podcast is kind of relying on you to yeah. be yeah, exactly. hanging around a little bit. Yeah, I'm but, gonna have to do it, but I'm gonna get in Twitter jail all the time. Like I can feel it. No, yeah, I mean the, I mean, let's try to just eliminate the whole political. You can't. It's impossible. It is now going to turn political. Okay, but I can is. talk about. I can talk about how it's having an impact on the just. Golf in general, yeah. and on the PGA Tour, Fair. without getting into, you know, Donald Trump, or I mean, just the just from a the money aspect, and yeah. just all the arguing and the inset, the like the <laughs> like just the bad arguments that people are making all the time. Like, oh well, they need to change their schedule because they need to be, have a more competitive product. Like that has nothing to do with it. Dustin Johnson doesn't care about. Uh, you know the RSM Classic, and there be too many events. Yeah. They're just okay. getting paid um, like zillions of dollars. Yeah. That's why they're going. I mean, There's nothing the PGA Tour can do nothing. to fight, like to make Dustin Johnson not want two hundred million dollars guaranteed. No, I mean, there's nothing that they can do to their schedule. To, to they can't cater uh, to these players enough. Nope. If the players want to want to take the guaranteed money, they're gone. And you can't fight that. And that's why it sucks. And here's the other thing. Nobody cares. If you talk to like like the, a casual sports fan, golf is like four events a year. Yep. So it doesn't matter. It's just the PGA Tour has been exposed as just a tour of events that don't matter. <laughs> and guys are leaving to go play events that don't matter and get paid 10 times as much. Because yep. those events, none of those events, none of the events matter. Even the big ones, the Memorial, Riviera, it don't matter. People care about the Masters, the U.S. Open, the PGA, and the Open Championship. Other yeah. than that, 
It's all bullshit. And so they're just being exposed. They're, everyone's being exposed. And, yeah, they want money. Wow. <laughs> Professional athlete that wants to make more money. Fine. So maybe he wasn't a kid and dreamed about one of the masters. Shoot him. Hey, not everybody's built the way we are. Right? They have a talent. It's their job. And they're, they're, their one job is paying them X and another. they just got another offer that's better to do the same job and play events that don't matter. And then that's what they're doing. So, so it sucks. And it sucks. And, like, everyone's starting to, like, realize, oh, shit, you know what? None of these events matter. <laughs> so they matter to- every week we're talking about we're doing this show this event it don't I matter i know and you know it's so funny man i think about that i'm like because like i'll scroll through like whatever i'll be scrolling through twitter and there'll be like some soccer thing i'm like who gives a fuck about soccer and then it'll, like 10 minutes later i'll be like nobody gives a fuck what i talk about with golf either other than like the crazy little niche group that like gambles on golf like yeah. nobody cares yeah. nobody cares you think my aunt judy gives a shit about live golf or memorial or the fedex cup play it doesn't matter right. she's on vacation <laughs> golf season's over exactly exactly <laughs> for most people golf season's over and we're sitting here arguing about you know, donald <laughs> trump and who's this like who cares doesn't matter. It doesn't all bullshit. Matter. Yeah, it's doesn't... soccer the same way. Oh, the World Cup. That's what matters. Yeah. Everything else is all bullshit. I can't even watch the World Cup. I can't. I try. I'm, I'm just I saying. Try. You brought up soccer. I'm, I, but I don't watch soccer. I'm just saying. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But it's like pick and choose. I don't know. Just yeah. Be it. more open minded. Like think bigger picture. Yeah. Just because we care about it doesn't mean anybody else gives a shit. You know, that's that very true. That's 100% true. Absolutely. So I didn't mean to get all fired up. No. I just, no, that's what I've been holding this in. I haven't talked about live. I can't stay. <laughs> I, I, I hate it. I just, all the, the incessant, it's all mindless. All these arguments taking place. Like, oh, you got to do this. And then DJ would have, st- DJ wasn't staying. Bryson wasn't staying. Nope. They're gone. They were gone. That was it. And they got a huge check. I mean, look at it. I mean, especially DJ. DJ isn't even suing. Like, he's like, I'm good. I got my fat check. I'm going fishing. I'm not suing to try to go play the FedEx Cup playoffs. He gives no fucks. There was no keeping him there. There was no keeping Phil there. No keeping Brooks. Um, I don't even know why these other assholes are fucking suing. Like, what do you, what are they trying to prove? Like, they want, they want it. They need OWGR points. That's the only reason. Yeah, but too, too bad. You took your fucking check. Fuck off. Like, that's it. You took your check. Fuck off. I'm not, I'm not defending. No, I know. I know. I know. I just said, you asked, why are they suing? I'm telling you why they're suing because they need, they need their OWGR points so they can stay in the top 50. And so I bet they, you they, I bet you they don't even give a fuck. I bet you they don't even care. It's the it's the the puppet masters are saying, "Hey Sue, let's get more eyes on it. It's going to keep us in the in the news, keep us in the in the media. You know what I mean? Like it'll be a story. Our eyes will be on the product. It's free advertising, right? Because they got fucking endless troughs of money. They don't give a shit. They they're paying their lawyers and whatever. They don't care. Like just more money can come. Well, they may have gotten. They may have. They may have signed before knowing what the deal was. All oh, bullshit. Bullshit. I don't believe anything. You talk about the Gooch thing? I'm Gooch, just – okay. Gooch, uh, you asked the question. Oh, you asked the question. You said, why are they suing? Like, all right, well, let's think of it. Let's think about this. Why might they possibly be suing? Well, because they realize, oh, shit, I'm going to drop out of the top 50 in the world if I – and then I can't play in the U.S. Open. and I can't play in the events that matter. Right. Yeah, my bank account is great. Yeah. But – I. I want to play in the U.S. Open, or I yeah. want to play in the Masters. I want to play in this. I want to, you know. Yeah. Some people that don't have exemptions, 
They need their points. Where are they going to get them? So they have to find a way to get them. It'll be like with Patty Reed getting on his fucking private jet and going to play the fucking uh, Asian tour to get some fucking points. Like he, well, like he I mean, Reed, uh, Reed's in, he's a master's champion, so he's okay. Well, for Augusta? Yeah. All right, so maybe he's okay with that. Maybe. maybe he's like, you know what? Fine. Maybe I won't play in the U.S. Open anymore. No, but he would literally, last. did you not see? He literally was getting on a jet to go play an Asian tour event this week. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, that's why I referenced it. I didn't make it up. Like he's getting on a jet to go play an Asian tour, so he can. They're playing. Place. He's playing in an Asian tour event. Mm-hmm. Is, are any of the other guys? Uh, I think it was just him. I, 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 he's the only one I saw on Twitter. It was his birthday, and then he had a private jet, and they had. Like, but how many? Events. How many world ranking points can he get from that? Listen, that I have no idea. That, that's that's you talk to somebody else about. That can't be worth it. That's my point. <laughs> it can't be worth it. He's going there playing against you know the JV. Yeah. Like, how many? How many? How many top players are playing in that tournament? Patrick Reed, that's it. And a bunch of guys we don't know. Yeah, so that's that's silly. That doesn't make that doesn't make it's any dumb. sense. It's dumb. Right. Fuck I thought, it, I thought right, those guys wanted to play less golf, Cameron. Yeah, yeah. That's dumb too. Like I don't I don't like that argument either. Like If you guys are thinking about joining WinBet, and if you're not, I don't know why you're not thinking that, now is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. If you bet in baseball, you got to check out the WinBet Reduced Juice Lines in Baseball. It makes them the best place to bet the MLB. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get 100% deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars there's so much to choose from all you gotta do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet so they know we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash w-y-n-n-b-e-t to claim your free bet today the offer is subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present and play in in the state where play through win bet is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 draft day 2.0 kramer will be drafting fantasy football best ball teams for 24 hours straight the man is a maniac he's doing it again the draft stats uh probably today if you listen to this or tomorrow morning uh at noon pacific the crew will be raising money for daryl a loyal listener who was injured in a motorcycle accident you can draft with ryan and a ton of special guests all the details are over at sports sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft day that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft day all right we're done with live we're done with live right. done with live all right so we're on to Memphis, and it was hot as balls last week for these guys. Hot as balls this week for these guys. So, what we got? We have we only have what one twenty two in the field because Fleetwood's not playing, uh, Berger's not playing, and who's the other one who's not playing? I Lashley withdrew today. Lashley withdrew today. Okay, yeah. So, but earth earth shattering news. Lashley's not playing. I gotta get. I gotta get again. You ask a question, I give you an answer, and it's not acceptable to you. How is that not acceptable? I was just making fun of Lashley. Why do you feel attacked all the time? Because I, I, I'm not going to answer your questions anymore. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, I mean, so whatever. Like 123. I mean, we we do at least have some course history. Do you think course history matters at all here? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Maybe I haven't been. I've, listen, I've been an absolute shitter since the Travelers. <laughs> Like since that event, I've just I and since I was on with you and you guys convinced told me uh, that somebody else was on Cam Smith and I decided, all right, you know, maybe I won't play Cam Smith at the Open Championship. Ever since that moment, my karma, my golf, it's been bad. I've been I've been bad. 
Wait, Handle. I was on Cam Smith at the Open. I'm, I'm sorry? I was on Cam Smith at the Open. I definitely didn't talk you out of Cam Smith at the Open. No, it was the whole thing with the show and Andy Lack. And they're like, oh, well, well your friend, he's he's on to Cam Smith. And it's like, fuck. <laughs> it's a whole thing. All so right. okay. I've been I've really been up against it the last like month or so. It's been okay. that's so not bad. No, that's not, that's maybe not... I need to focus more on course history. The problem is is that a lot of guys are been have been very hit or miss. You have like a top ten finish and then a miscut, and you can't really glean anything yeah. from you look at this the last couple of years. Because before this was the WGC Northern or Trump. now the first playoff event. No. You know, this didn't get the greatest field in the world because this no. event was always like a week no. or two before the, you know, the Northern Trust. Yeah. So it's, but then, you know, you're talking about some of the top guys, but what's their motivation? And back then, it, it's in a different spot in the calendar now. Yep. But anyway. Yeah. So yes, I, I think, you, but. I think course history matters here. Yeah. Why not? Why wouldn't it? So I, I think I'm putting a less emphasis on it just because I feel like this course because of how many penalties come into play. I feel like there's more – I know golf's variant anyway, but I feel like there's more variance at this course because you can have two or three blow-up holes and get fucking ejected real quick. Right? That's fair. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, a lot of water. It, a lot of water, and now that rough – as somebody who plays in Florida, like the Bermuda rough is a fucking nightmare. Absolute yeah. fucking nightmare, especially in August. Like I just played – uh, a week ago, and it's a fucking, it's an absolute shit show. Like, it, it's just, it's, it's mean. Like, the Bermuda Rough is fucking mean, man. And then, never mind everything else. And so, there's, where's the zoysia? The zoysia grass is, I think those the, 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 the fairway. fairway. The fairways, yeah. Okay. So, if you stay in the fairway, you're fine. You get off, you're fucked. You're just fucked. Like, that's just how it works. Like, with Bermuda grass, you have no idea what it's going to do coming out. And so, I just feel like there's so many different variables that aren't there on a regular week. Like, I don't know. I think, I'm usually a big course history guy, but I'm not going to take maybe a tiebreaker, but I'm not going to focus a lot on it. Yeah. I mean, if you look at Webb Simpson, he's like, uh, he's fucking, I mean, I was looking ahead. I'm just, I'm trying to find guys that have been consistently good here. And then I try to like compare and contrast, like, okay, what's this guy's still set? What's this guy good at? Or where is he good? And it's hard to find something that it's hard to come up with a definitive narrative, although it is only Monday night. Yeah, and you know maybe maybe you just catch somebody on a hot week or whatever, and yeah, always right. But current I mean, form, who makes the putts, who stays out of the water? Yeah, and, and, and it's impossible to predict who stays out of the water because he, like, I mean, fuck, I mean, even Tony Fee now fucking goes in the goddamn water. Like, you don't think of him was wild off the tee, and I can think of many a fucking what was it? Was it Min, Min, uh, Minneapolis where he went in the water like fucking the same hole three days in a goddamn row? I can't remember what. Did he win that? No, uh, not recently. This was like a year or two. Oh, okay. Oh, well, no, 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 there you go. No. Case in point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. One year he's in the water a million times, and next year he wins. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know. I think uh, I think there's so many variables in this. And then, like we already talked about, like all right, who's gassed, who hasn't played. Like this, I feel like current form, I always weigh current form heavier than I feel like almost anyone else, like from the stuff that I listen to. Uh, so. Uh, I might be biased on that, but I definitely want somebody who's playing good coming into the week. Like I want somebody who who I believe in is coming good into the week. Like, that's just how I am. Like golf is such a a rhythm sport, right? Like mm-hmm. when you're feeling good, you're feeling good, you know. And when you're feeling bad, you're feeling fucking bad. And sometimes it's hard to write the ship, and especially on a course where 
if you're already kind of like middling and then you get a penalty, get in the rough, like you can get on that bogey train real fucking fast. Yeah, you want somebody in the right frame. Obviously, yeah, you want to try to predict who's in the right frame of mind. Yeah, so fun to do, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you don't know whose guy's wife is in a bad mood, and nope, you know, yeah, it's just a lot, it's a lot of things. We don't texted, know. Him, texted him on the range. Fucking, what time do you think you'll be home? Well, there goes my fucking round because I feel like I'm on the clock. Great, awesome. <laughs> I haven't even fucking teed off yet, and I'm getting what time am I coming home? That's awesome. That's so funny. No, that'd be great if that happened. All right, come on. Let's get into this. All right, let's get into it. All right, so fucking uh, – we actually have a pretty big over $9,000 range. We'll start at the 10K range. Uh, listen, if you're listening to this podcast, you can look it up uh, on who's above. I'm not reading all the names. Who do you like up here and who do you hate? You can, you're you can pick two. Wait, oh, no, 10K and above. 10K and above. 10K and above. Yeah. I don't care if you love three guys, hate three guys. Just give me guys you hate, love, whatever. Doesn't matter. All right. Well, I I took him here last year. He was my one and done. And since he is the top price guy, I don't know if I'm I, I don't know if I am uh if I'm saying anything unusual here. But I kind of like Rory. Yeah. I gotta be honest. I yeah. think that I don't know if he's gonna win, but is Rory going to be a hot pick because he just finished third at the Open, or and he he was bad. Twenty twenty, he finished forty seventh. Yeah. Or is he going to be okay? Well, listen, he's the top price guy. Is Rory McIlroy? He has a fourth year. It's the FedEx Cup playoffs. Rory's going to, you know, yeah. I mean, I put the tour on his. He's going to put the tour on his back. Like, what's the narrative? I mean, he has. I mean, look. I mean, you can't knock the dude. I mean, you want to talk about somebody who who you know I fucking don't like the root for, and there was nobody happier in the fucking world than when Cam Smith fucking won the Open and Roy did not, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, the dude has been a fucking stud, right? But the question is, can he win? And does he need to win to pay off an 11K, ownership, 11K price tag? But if he's going to be the highest-owned fucking guy at the highest price or, you know, close to it, I could probably pass on just for game theory alone. All right, so you want to talk game theory. All right, so then where – okay, so where are you going then? Are you going to play Cantlay who's coming in with three straight top tens? No, just because Steve Steve, Steve had a great point and, about Cantlay and where he struggles at. And uh, it's, it's Bermuda roughs and Bermuda chipping. It's not so much the Bermuda greens. He, he has beat me over the head with this fucking thing and yells at me every time I bet Cantlay on these type of courses. And he's been right every single fucking time. So – Listen, I'm sick of taking my medicine with Cantlay. He's in for the next week. He struggles chipping and coming out of the rough on here. I don't know what he does with Zoja um, in a fairway, but if he's in the rough and he's chipping, which I think scrambling will probably be pretty decent this week. Like I feel like uh, hitting these greens aren't easy, um, if you, especially if you're out of the fairway. So, um, yeah, I'm out on Cantlay this week. Okay. Even with the ownership because I immediately went there. I immediately went there. I immediately went, can't lay JT. Like, that's who I want to play. Like, how can I stick these two together? Can I talk to you about Justin Thomas? Yeah, absolutely. All right. So I have a a little working theory with JT. Okay. All right. So he finished third behind Rory at the Canadian Open the week before the U.S. Open. Mm -hmm. And then it was 37th at the U.S. Open. Yep. Okay. And then he withdrew. He was supposed to play at the Travelers the week after. Yep. And he withdrew. Right. And since that withdrawal, he missed a cut at the Scottish, and then he was 53rd 
at the Open Championship. Yep. And my working theory is like, oh, okay, well, did he get hurt at some point? Because he, he, he said it was a back injury with the with, at the at the Travelers, and he it. loves the Travelers. He usually plays that event every year. Yeah, I don't buy it though. I don't. You don't it. buy it. Okay, then play Justin Thomas. But I'm telling you, there's a chance he might be injured. I don't think he's injured. He got the bad weather wave uh, at the Scottish. Okay, like, I remember, like because I I wanted to play him at the Scottish. He got the bad weather wave, and I was like, well, he's out. I took him out of my player pool. Um, and then uh, at the Open, it doesn't fit him. Like he just didn't fit him. Like like he he doesn't play well at opens, and that's it. Like it's so. But that's another guy who I haven't seen in fucking forever. But he's played well here at this course, and yeah, I, I think mean, well, he's my fade. Okay, after. yeah, okay. Um, listen, I, it's I Monday night. I, I, listen, my mind can be changed. I listen, and it's and once again, DFS is different than betting. But I bet him outright because I saw him at eighteen, and I was like, I'll take a JT at eighteen, and I took Willie Z at twenty eight. Those are the only two bets I've laid so far. And All right, then, and then uh, <laughs> bear off <laughs> sent me some random euros to fucking bet right. So I bet those guys. <laughs> Always a good idea. Always. Fuck it, man. He's like, who do you use? Uh, you want any euros? I was like, yeah, I will absolutely blindly bet stuff. Let's go. <laughs> Fuck yeah, send me some fucking names. Um, <laughs> All right, so is your, your favorite up here. I think so. I work Cam Smith. I mean, yeah, I, I just kind of like out of spite. He's, out of spite. Yeah, because if he's, I don't want him to go win. I don't a, believe it. FedEx Cup and then take off. Uh, yeah, I. You can see, like, yeah, I can't. Like when per, when Cam told me that, I was very upset. Like, I still, I, I don't want to believe it. And yeah, I mean, he's. Oh, I guess he's probably the only guy who's like he wasn't really coming in a good form. Was he coming in a good form at the Open? He finished tenth um, at the Scottish. Yeah, yeah, coming, yeah. It was right yeah, there. I, don't, I liked him, and then I changed. I got changed. I got my mind changed. What? <laughs> What about your boy Xander? Yeah, I, uh, I think the price is fair. I think. Well, I actually thought when I looked at this, I thought he was priced too high on DraftKings. To be oh, quite honest, come on, dude, dude! He won fucking three events in a row and top twenty at the Open. Two events in a row, and I, I know. Listen, the guy's a machine. I understand. Uh he does have it. He was sixth here in twenty twenty. Yep. It's long and straight, good around the green. Like, I like Xander. Yeah, I like him too. I, I want to. I want. I need him to get like. I think he's. I think he's fifth right now in the yeah. the, the FedEx Cup standings. Yep. I really like. Would like it if he could get up to third. Yeah. Going into East Lake, where he's only like two, three shots back. I know people don't like talking about strategy, but that's like a thing. Like he's great at East Lake. He just can't be. Five six shots back to start. He was, Steve always says he actually won, right? He he won the uh, actual. Yeah, he had the lowest score the one yeah. year, yeah. but yeah, that doesn't count because because yeah. it doesn't count. It doesn't count. Yeah. So I he's won. actually he's actually fourth right now. He's only a hundred and twenty two points behind Burns and less than two hundred points behind Cam Smith. No one's catching Scotty, right? So, I mean, if he so if he, I mean, he's within two hundred points to second place. That's All pretty right. good motivation. Yeah, he's got it. Yeah, I just I want him to. It'd be nice if he can just be in be in a good position going into East Lake. Yeah, but again, none of these events matter, Capper. We talked about this. <laughs> I don't care. I only care about April, so it's fine. Um, no, I okay. So you think okay? So then Rory's going to be big. Yeah, Rory's going to be chalk. Rory and JT are going to be the two highest zone guys. Like, All right, yeah. so then maybe I play Scottish Shuffler. I don't know. 
You don't like Scottish Shuffler anymore? Listen, I was the one who I, I was playing them. Like I think I, I think when I took down that mini max, I thought nobody else did. Like he was nine percent. Like, but at this point, he's like he's probably on on par with uh, Xander and Cantlay as far as the ownership goes. His putter seems to be kind of cooling off a little bit. But I think the the pivots obviously as of right now is Cam Smith. But I think the question is, what do you do with John Rahm? Me. I don't acknowledge his existence, and I'm really upset he hasn't gone to live. That's what I do with John. He's, he's not going to live. He's definitely. I know. It's a very, very unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, look, he, he plays well at this course. He hasn't done anything of recent, and he's 10% and he's 10 grand. Like, there's, a, there's another couple of mispriced guys in here. Um, and I don't actually. What if he's I, not any good? I don't. I don't I'll stop it. Stop it. He's not not any good, okay? But I actually feel like 10K is probably actually maybe even a little overpriced for what he's what he's done. So I don't know. Game theory wise, like I feel like this happens with John Rom every time he's in the field though. Everybody's like, ooh, no one's playing Rom. I'll play Rom. Then you get off and he still sucks. So I'll still probably pass him. I think I'm like in like single entry and like three maxes, like JT. I'll think about Rory. Maybe a little Xander. Other than that, I think I'll pass on the rest of them. I'm gonna talk to you guys about Odds Trader. What's Odds Trader? It's a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare different sign-up codes and promotions from a sports book, so you make sure you get the best deal. The app provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather for bet for betters to make the most informed bets possible. It also has a bet tracker, so betters can keep records of all your games and betting. Ca- activity and listen uh they got handicapping play-by-play updates live scores and bet tracking stats key game stats and weather uh so listen you guys gotta go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire oddstrader the number one site for all your game day bets run your pool is the home of home of competition bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete connect and make every game matter more run your pool offers every game type under the sun from pick them to survivor and even fantasy pools it's a one-stop shop for sports gaming with customizable features that you don't get anywhere else listen the golf game podcast that's what we did our one and done with couldn't be smoother Great product. Love it. Super easy. Uh, they keep track of everything for you, which is much better than me trying to uh, keep up with uh, prize purses. So uh, we've teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a, uh, our official SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. It's free to enter, guys. It's free. It's free money. Go enter it. And some amazing prizes will be announced soon. So hop in now to reserve your spot. Get in over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. All right. Fair enough. I like it. All right. 9K. So we got Braces and Skechers. Fitzy, uh, <laughs> the hottest the hottest golfer on the planet, Tony Finau, Willie Z, the young stud Cam Young, Spieth, and Hovland. What do you like out of there? What do you hate out of there? Do you like any of them? Do you not hate any? Uh, well, I was really thinking – when I was looking at this before, I was really thinking, okay, well, if I like Rory, I'm probably going to have to skip this this 9K range. I have a question for you, and this is where we could really use uh, Steve. To be yeah. No offense. Yeah, because I think I was reading an article, and it didn't seem like around the green game it was, was the most important factor, and that uh, you, know, you just want to be – if you're good off the tee and you're good tee to green, you should be all right. So I, is Victor Hovland back? Is that going to be a thing? Are, are, like, who's – Who's getting ignored? Because you could really, you could kind of make a, 
interesting case for everybody in the range, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, you could absolutely make a case, right? So so let's take a look here. So, so who around, sucks? Like, who so, sucks? Let's start with who sucks. So around the green, it's 14th out of the PGA Tour. So you need to be pretty decent. So 14th on that. Yeah, I mean, look, so Bermuda's a different shipping animal too, right? Like I said it earlier, like it really is different. Like when I when I played out in Colorado the other week, it was a fucking completely different animal. I was like, holy shit, this is easier. Like it's just it's just easier. Like you don't have every little lie uh, that you can have. So, I mean, I, I think if we're not gonna hit, I think it's I can't remember what I fucking read earlier, but I think it's lower uh, in green regulation percentage. So that means you're gonna have to scramble at some point. Uh, so Hovland, yeah, I mean, nine, 9,000 Hovland, like, and apparently his, his, uh, his coach is from Memphis and they've been in Memphis for a couple weeks. Uh, his number was really good. I was looking at that one. I still haven't pulled the trigger on it yet, but I think he's a good DraftKings play. You're betting on ceiling, right? You're, you're always playing ceiling, right? Like you want, you get that spike week and if he hits fucking all these greens and he chips a little better, like his putter is not the problem. It's fucking around the green. That doesn't seem to be a whole lot of sand, which is a problem for him. And everybody just saw him melt down on Sunday at the Open. But, yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, that was just top five that a major. It was the first time he did it. That's got to do something for your confidence. It shouldn't kill it, right? It should It should boost it. It should be like, oh, fuck yeah. That's right. I'm Victor Hovland. So I like Hovland this week. It doesn't look like he's going under the radar. He's he's projected as like the third highest guy in this. Okay. In the thing. But I'm fine with him. And I'm playing Willie Z regardless. Uh I don't know. I bet him outright. Why is he becoming like the 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 pick this week? I don't understand. I don't get it. Tougher golf. I mean, tougher field. Tougher golf course. Got to be long and straight. Putting doesn't fucking matter, right? So this is a ball striking golf course, and he's one of the best ball strikers on the planet. So why would you not? Why would you not bet him to finally fucking come through? It's terrifying because it's Will's Alatoris, and he doesn't fucking come through ever. But Listen, it, it this kid is gonna win at some fucking point. I got him at twenty eight to one. It depends on what his ownership is for DraftKings. Like he probably can't stop JT and fucking Will Z. The whole caddy thing doesn't bother you. So, I mean, he played better after he dropped them. <laughs> he played good over the weekend, man. You know, I think that's like bad karma or something. No, it's, so apparently they're boys, and like they would rather have been friends than ruin their friendship over their fucking business relationship. So, I mean, to change caddies mid, mid, midstream, mid-tournament, and it doesn't seem like either of them have ill will, like, I, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a pass. Like, whatever. It is definitely weird. I'll give you that. I mean, it's fucking strange. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll give it a pass. So, I, I like – you're right. You can make an argument. I mean, is Finau going to win three in a row? I doubt it. But well, He doesn't have to win. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't have to win, right? But a 20% ownership, I'm willing to fade that. What about Fitzpatrick? I, I, no, I'm I just want them fucking U.S. I Open. I don't give a fuck. I'm, He's got I, a fourth and a sixth here. He's the highest priced guy. He'll probably be the lowest owned. Mm. Like, what are we? What, why not him? Spieth will be the lowest owned. And I fucked. I, I am, got two top tens in his last two starts. And he's got two 12th place finishes here. I am, I, I am a never fits guy, bro. So that's just it. Like, I just, I die on that hill. And when he wins, I get fucked, which has only happened one time in his career. So. I'm perfectly fine fading. In Boston, by the way. Yeah, I know. So miserable. Because you know there was a bunch of drunk idiots like uh, like for my friends up there who thought like Fitzy was like an Irishman and not a fucking Englishman just because his name was Fitz. Ugh. Gross. 
All right. Uh, all right. All right. Yeah, I've just I've just never fits. Like Steve is the fits guy. I broke his balls about him all the time, and he finally came. It, 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 the biggest narrative of all time came fucking through that week. I almost quit everything that week. I was like, I'm not gambling anymore. I'm not playing DFS. I can't fucking believe this goddamn narrative came through. That did you know we wanted a fucking amateur open here, and it fucking came through. Like I couldn't fucking believe it. I could. I was. I was. I was insufferable. Like I was just inconsolable that fits one that week. I, like I seriously, like I put my phone away. Like I couldn't do anything. Like, I, was I like, understand. I, uh, John Rom won the Tory Pines last year. <laughs> I was, I was there. Was there. I remember all too well. And <laughs> exactly. I was just saying that, um, yeah, I'm sorry that that happened. That, I, that sucks when that happens, but it <laughs> seems like the universe is against you. But <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm just from a uh, game theory perspective. I don't see. Yeah, you could just you can make a case for everyone. You might have talked me out of Hovland because he's the core sister here does represent maybe struggling with the Bermuda chipping and that type of thing. Yeah, because I don't think it's a um, what was that golf course? Was that Congaree or uh, yeah, Congaree? Yeah, is that, is that the one or South the, Carolina? Uh, the uh, the concession, maybe concession. Yeah, concession. Down That's what I'm thinking of. He chipped with a three wood out of like a fucking little like Aztec bush and he fucking put it like two feet close. That's what. No, he ended up finished second that yeah, week. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought, God, I need Steve. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I, I TBD of where I'm going in the nines here. Yeah, listen, this is all TBD, man. We're just kind of going over the range and giving our thoughts, man. It's Monday. I'm not, listen. I'm not locked down on anybody yet. I, I, there's a Certain people that I'm definitely not playing, you know what I mean? Like just based on my hatred for them or their ownership, right? Or where I think their ownership is going to go. Uh, the AK range is super interesting. Okay. Super fucking interesting. Let's talk like, about Morikawa, $8,700. Yeah. Would you have, if I told you six months ago that you had an opportunity to play Colin Morikawa in the FedEx Cup playoffs in DFS at $8,700, you would have been like, Go home, you drunk. What? Yeah. What body part did? What body part did he injure? Yeah. <laughs> right. And there he is, eighty-seven hundred. What are you yeah. doing with him? I'm fading him. I'm, I'm with you. I'm absolutely with you because I'm. He a, got, I'm a, he, I'm got a sold, he got sobled, and it's too. Oh, is he sobled too? Yeah, he sobled. Oh, that makes yeah. me feel good. That yeah, breaking news. Good. Yeah. I, hey, I bring something to the table, Cap. Let's go, Bobby. All right. <laughs> um, yes, he sobled, and it's too. That that that's that's like a thing. You're talking about narratives. Yeah. If it's Patrick Kitten and everything else, oh, if Colin Morikawa, he hits forty to one. Like that's an autoplay. Yeah. Like yeah, we get it. We get it. We all know. Like yeah. Oh, he's a top five ranked player in the world, and he's thirty to one. Like you don't get that. That's value. That's plus EV. Plus EV. You hear all that shit. Plus all right. EV. I'm getting out ahead of it, and I don't care if yeah. Colin wins. Good for him. I love Colin Morikawa. I but I'm not. I'm fading him this week. Uh, just it's it's not that easy, and I'm sure if you just let me talk here for a second, I'm yeah. sure Sung Jay is going to be a popular choice coming in yeah. off yeah. of two straight second place finishes. Yep. And sandwiched in between those two guys is Sam Burns, and that's who I love. That's yeah. who I'm playing. That's who I'm betting. That's who I think is going to win. I know his form has has been a little iffy. I'm not sure if that's going to affect his ownership or not. He was he should have won here last year. Yep. Answer pretty much stole from him. Bermuda Burns. This is I I love Sam Burns here. And I, I am I going it. to that's 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 my goal this week. So Dino the Burns. Morikawa, 
priced above him. Sung Jay priced right below him. I'm like, ah, that's the guy. So we'll see. If Burns ends up being 30% owned, I might change my mind. But yeah. we'll he's, see. Not, he's not going to be 30, but he's. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he's gonna he's gonna be close to Sanjay. Like, I mean, they're basically a coin flip. It seems like it seems like what a lot of people are doing is grab a one ten k. At least listen, let's get money back. But grab a one ten k guy, dumping uh, two eight k guys in and feeling nice and cozy with a bunch of the people in the sevens. Because oh my god, this guy is in the seven and they feel perfectly comfortable putting their lineup in uh, that way. But yeah, listen, I mean, I think Sanjay, I think Sanjay is good chalk. Uh, he's coming, he's coming in obviously really fucking good form. Uh, just kind of shat the. He didn't even really shit the bed on Sunday. He just didn't do anything, which was fine by me because I had a Tom Kim ticket. Perfectly I mean, fine. Kim, Kim shot sixty one, man. Like, <laughs> what's Sanjay gonna do? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Six over. Six, Sanjay could have shot sixty four and still lost. Yeah. Hey, come on. I know. I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, so I was actually hoping to get a little break, but no. Like, he, he's coming in too too good a form. Uh, Morikawa and Decky will be the pivots in this area. What are your thoughts on fucking Billy Horschel? I mean, he seems pretty safe. I mean, look, I mean, look at his course history here. It's unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. Because it's a place like a Florida course, right? Water, Bermuda. Yeah. The fairways yeah. are a little different, but it plays like a Florida course, and that's what fucking Billy Ho is. He's a fucking gator. gator. Yeah, and he's he wasn't terrible last week. He was, no, he was he fine. Plotted around. He was okay. Yeah, he he's been a little hit or miss since he won. Didn't catch but, my fucking top 20 by a stroke. Thanks, cocksucker. But, yeah. I, mean, I hate that. it when that happens. I'm oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Let's, you have to apologize for my terrible bets. No, yeah, well, apologize for your wing Tom Kim bet. Yeah, exactly. Thank God. I'm a river capper. I had to catch you since June. All right? Dude, listen. This is my first winner since all the Cam Smiths. I've hit Cam Smith fucking three times this year and fucking Tom Kim. That's it. Those are the only winners I've had. Other than that, I'm grinding yeah. away on head-to-head matchups and top twenties and fucking first-round <laughs> leaders and all this other garbage that takes so much of my time. <laughs> that's really funny. Stupid. I don't mean to laugh at you. <laughs> no, that's just funny. that's a great statistic. Yeah, you're always yeah. you're only winning tickets or Cam Smith three times. Cam Smith three times at Top Kim. That's, that's great. That's it. That's Lots a resume. Second, Lots of second places. I crush. I can't wait for this false swing. I crush the the, the false swing. Oh, I can't wait till this golf season's over, to be quite honest with you. I'm running out of gas. I'm ready for college football. Uh, all right. Can we talk about Billy Horschel again? Yeah. I don't know. It depends. That's good. You asked me the question. It's going to come down to what his ownership is. It's, it's I mean, not going to be It's not gonna be super high. All right. I mean, what's Tom Tim's owner? What's he doing? What's Joaquin Neiman doing? Like, where <laughs> are people gonna, going? Neiman, so it looks like everybody – look, let's get Monday. Right? I don't want to keep throwing that out there. But it looks like everybody's going Sunjay, Burns. And Lowry's a little higher owned right now than Billy, but I mean, they're why is everyone like, on Sam Burns? He's been terrible for him. He stinks because he lost in a fucking playoff here last year, and his nickname is Bermuda Burns. He's not sneaky, Jeff. <laughs> He's won three times on tour this year. <laughs> And he's eighty two hundred. I'm not saying he's sneaky. I'm not. I am not. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> That would be funny if that was happening. Yes, but I'm not saying he's sneaky. It's just he shouldn't be an overwhelming choice based on why. So, based on the way your brain works, like you pick him immediately because you're like, holy fuck! Look, Bermuda Burns lost in a playoff here, coming in okay for him. Like whatever, nothing great, nothing bad. Maybe I can get him a little under the radar. He's multiple winner this year on the PGA Tour. Like that's what people are thinking. 
No, people are thinking Kyle Morikawa is 8,700. That's no one's insane. getting on Morikawa. Morikawa is going to be the lowest owned guy other than even in this thing because he is coming in in bad form and he hasn't even like looked good. He had that backdoor, what, top fucking five, top 10 at the Masters. And other than that, like he hasn't been he good. He finished at the U.S. Open. It wasn't exactly a backdoor. The guy was leading after 36 holes. Yeah, I remember. I was embarrassed. I was like, oh, God, of course. Um, but whatever. So like two majors and other than that, just garbage. So maybe, maybe we'll show up. I don't know. Like, I'm not, I'm not willing to die on the, well, then maybe, well, maybe Kyle's a play then. I, I thought I, not after you just told me he was fucking sobled. <laughs> yeah. But a, that just means he's trying. I probably don't bet him outright, but he might be the, he might be a good DraftKings pivot. Yeah, I think so. I mean, listen, game theory wise, like, especially if you, let's say you're building 20 lineups, right? If you do 20 max, like, and if he's going to be called 10% owned, I mean, you could, more than double the field with five Morikawa lineups. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you do that? You know what I mean. It, that that's what you should do. Like, but if it's a single entry or a three max, like I don't know. I guess if you want to get cute, you can throw them in one of them. But I, mean, so, I don't know. All right. Well, we have decisions to make in the eight K range. All right. So we're gonna be making a lot of decisions here. Lots of, lots of decisions every week, man. All right. Seven K range, obviously, giant fucking gigantic, like always. Um. All right. So let's just jump on a couple guys here real quick. Are you a you're not a Henley guy, right? Ah, uh, I mean, no. I what 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 would what would that what would that mean if I hypothetically do you bet, do you was bet, a Henley guy? Do you guy, bet Henley outright? Do you do you bet Henley Henley outright? Do you play him a lot in DFS? It depends. I could. Well, I was. I think I just did actually last week. But it's been weird with him. Yeah. I, I I was saying on the freaking show that. Russell Henley, he's only played the majors. Like since the Masters, I think he played Heritage, and then he played the U.S. Open, then he yep. played the PGA, and then he played the Open Championship, and those were the only tournaments that he played in. Well, he played the Rocket before last week. Yes, that's the show where I said, "What is going on with Russell Henley?" That was two weeks. Guys played three tournaments in the last nine, and they're all been the majors. Like I thought, he might be hurt. Yep. I don't know. What he, well, I don't know what he's doing, but he's been great the last two weeks. And yeah. yeah. He's not going to sneak up on anybody. No. And yeah, I think he's going to be like the most popular guy in the $7,000 range. Oh. So if that's the case. I could probably see that. So, okay. So if that's the case, then no. This week, I would not be a Russell Henley guy. So I would say him and Connors. And Homer isn't projected there yet, but he always catches fucking leaks. He's been bad here. He's been bad here, and he hasn't really been in good form. And fucking Christ, the ownership went up on this guy. Uh, Scott Stallings fucking ownership shot through the roof too because he's in obviously really good form. But uh, never again, McCarthy. He fucked. Uh, he fucked. I had I think it was 11, 11 I would have had eleven six and sixes get through in the fucking twenty entry if mm-hmm. it wasn't for fucking scumbag McCarthy. Fuck you, John, if you're listening for convincing me <laughs> to, to get on him. But seven uh, K range is interesting. I mean, this. I mean, I mean, do you in general? Right, just like theory wise, like do you do you automatically fade chalk in this in the seven K range? For the most part, look, there's always going to be one offs where there's like good chalk, but I would like the majority of the time, do you fade the chalk in the seven K? No, okay, I, I, I can't I can't answer that definitively. I mean, I usually fade chalk just to be as a rule in general. Okay, so it wouldn't really matter. You said the seven K range it doesn't really matter what range it is. Okay. If if everybody's going to be on the same guy, the whole point is to like beat other people. And if they're all on the same guy, then I should not have that guy. But that's that's I never win, so that's probably stupid. 
Because I was going to say, you can eat the good chalk and you just got to get different somewhere else. Like that's, yeah, that's the game. I get different everywhere, and that's why I suck. <laughs> yeah, but you, don't have, it's to, good you, don't, you don't have to be contrarian on every single play, Joe. Can we talk about Aaron Wise? How about we talk about my boy Terrell Hatton first, and then you can talk about Wise. Yes, let's talk about Terrell Hatton, who was my pick last week. Oh, very nice. Well, no, because they don't pay you front eighth eighth place. They they only pay out. Do you, Tomkin, do you only but, bet outrights? You don't do like matchups, placements, anything like that. He was in my top forty parlay, but there yeah. You go. yeah, yeah. I liked Hatton last week. Talk about him. Tell me what. Yeah, you, dude, he looked he looked everything. fucking he looked real good. And this should be a course where he's accurate off the tee. Uh, he can putt lights out and he can chip. Like I like the form that's coming in. And last week I was a hundred percent off of him because I'm like, what the fuck has he done in the US? And I was sick of losing. I was sick I remember I remember hearing you say that. I'm like, oh, that is my guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's like what like he's my guy. And then when you, once you, you know, get burned so many times, like look, I'm human, man. Like I have biases. And I'm just like, I can't fucking do it anymore. And look, uh, look, he looked great last week. And uh, I don't think I don't think this week is going to change anything. I really don't. Like, I, I think he's in a good spot, especially if he's going to be sub 10%. Uh, I love Hatton this week. In the, he's, he's probably my favorite play above 7,500 to 8K. And Sleeper. It's the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for our dynasty league. They just passed 4 million users. That's huge. And now you could win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game first. In any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere between 2 and 20 times your money. With the NFL season right around the corner, Sleeper is the first sports contest built into the fantasy experience. The main reason I'm excited about the over-under on Sleeper is it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy, or what I like to do, fade my friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together. So stop what you're doing and download the Sleeper app now with their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. So on your phone, join our listener group at sleeper.com slash SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. Again, that's sleeper.com slash SGP, and you'll get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions do apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Okay. I like Aaron Wise. I like him as well. I've liked Aaron Wise since Steve mentioned him on our open pod. Okay. And I was just like, you know what, Steve? That's smart. I like that. Mm -hmm. And he's been really good since. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that uh, for whatever reason – Maybe it's because of Daniel Berger and Billy Horschel. I'm making this like I have this like Honda thing in my head, this like Honda comp. Yeah, and I know Aaron Wise had some success there, and I know there's a lot of water and whatnot. So I've just it's a par seventy, whatever. But that 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 could be a thing. But I just think uh, I want to see what his his ownership is going to come in at. Yeah, I mean, obviously, right? But I mean, he'll be he'll be popular, right? I mean, he just he just popped last week. You look, he's been solid, man. Yeah, really solid. And the only knock against him is his stupid fucking putter that I can't stand. It's been getting better, though. No, 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 no. Literally, his putter like it makes me upset. It's the one where it's like up to your fucking chest, and it doesn't like long putters. it, It doesn't quite anchor, and I'm like, you're fucking still cheating. You shouldn't be allowed to use that fucking thing. And I don't remember it until I have money on him and they cut to him. I'm like, ooh, wise. I'm like, ah, fuck, I bet a guy with that putter. Like, what, about Aaron, you- what about Adam Scott? Do you not no, bet him? I fucking anymore? hate Adam Scott. No, I've, I've been out on Scott fucking forever. And, and, and you know what? Every 
get back on me completely fucks me. Hey, how about your boy Seamus? Yeah, I don't know. He's TPC guy, right? I you know a shorter course. Yeah, shorter course, past seventy, plays good at the TPC. He's definitely he's I I definitely have that might be that might be that might be a sneaky play for us. I don't know if it's gonna be sneaky. That's again, that's not sneaky either. Oh, this one actually looks sneaky because he just got cut at the open. We haven't seen him since then. Oh, that one, yeah, so coming in sub five, seventy six hundred, right he's around. Pl- he's oh, near- right, be- right below Corey Connors, the child, and Taylor Pendrith. Yeah, I like Pendrith this week too. I mean, you you can't you can't not look at him and be like, yeah, he, he's fine. Yeah, he's, so he's maybe a- Sheamus is our pivot, buddy. Sheamus might be yes. Come on, you're an Irish guy. Yeah, I know. Is his bogey? You're not going to play. You're going to play Canadians instead. No, I'm definitely no, no. Like, like I'm not playing Connors this week. It's fucking twenty percent. I've been I've been hurt by that way too many times. Uh, the only time you played Connors at that chalk is at the Masters. Um, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, because I, I I got Seamus Thad. He, he is a TPC guy. Past seventy. Yeah, yeah. That might be a nice little pivot. I thought Keith Mitchell was going to do something last week. Me, he, too. Me too. He sucked. I know, but he's back on back on Bermuda. He was on Bermuda last week. Yeah, I know. I know. Listen, man, listen, I'm gonna make whatever. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make whatever narrative I need to to, to get there. Um, he's he's long. He's decently accurate. What happened to him? Let me think. What what did he fucking lose last week? I I picked him. That's what happened to him. Oh, we lost four strokes putting. Fine, whatever. Oh, dude, that's his worst putting performance since. I'm still scrolling. Probably the last time I played him. Since, since Shriners, so October of 2021. And since then, he's been green. One, yeah, yeah, dude. No, that's, a, that's, a, that's an anomaly. Yeah, that's actually, that actually might be a good pivot, too, because he's, he's – no, there's nobody really highly going down here. Uh, I guess Chris Kirk, because for whatever reason, people like Chris Kirk because he pops out a model they've never seen in the golf club. Um, Bermuda. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going back to fucking Keith Mitchell, especially if he's lost four strokes putting. Come on, man, that doesn't happen all the time. And these are firmer uh, Bermuda greens too, like quick, quick greens. I wonder what he does on the quick greens. Let's take a look. So, I just think if he was going to play well, he would have played well last week, and he didn't. Yeah, I mean, but I just mentioned the Honda, didn't I? Yeah, you oh, did. you're right. You you're did. right. All right, you're right. You're right. All right, I so, just mentioned the Honda. so we're on. We're on power and fucking and, and Mitchell. Keith Mitchell. All right, the low sevens. I'm definitely not going back to Siwoo. However, I do appreciate the fact that he was like, I'm not going to win anything. It's a thousand fucking degrees out. I'm not going out and playing any more golf. Uh, but I can't. I can't get back to Siwoo, uh, even though it's kind of the same thing. And holy shit, no one's playing. So maybe in like my one fifties. Uh, Poston's interesting, man. The guy's playing fucking lights out. He's gonna do what you want him to do here, and he's. I mean, he's probably gonna be the highest owned guy in like the low sevens, maybe him or Davis. Um, but oh no, never mind. Scott Stallings. Holy shit, fifteen percent Scott Stallings. That's a lot. What about Jez? I I, I don't play Jez ever. ever. Why not? Because he wears a big hat. Or you have some other goofy reason why you don't like him. <laughs> Fuck you, man. You have just as dumb a reasons not to like players that I do. All right. We, Did you? Got- I have a question. Hold on. Stop the podcast. I have a yes. question. Yes. But Cameron Percy last week told you that Daniel Berger was like one of the biggest douchebags on tour. Yes. Did you think of me? Immediately. <laughs> Immediately. I was like, fucking shit. I, I told you. I know. And his girlfriend sucks too. For everybody know. that knows what Cameron Percy said. That's right. That's I, right. I've been on that for years. 
I was I, I was happy he gave me the answer, right? So I oh, that was great. That was I, great. I, I got him to tell me the nicest one first to get it get, get it in, and I was like, listen, you don't got to answer, but who's the biggest thing? And he didn't even hesitate. No, that was like that was like that was like when you're playing poker and you got pocket aces and somebody, <laughs> somebody's slow playing you and they, they like all in you like snap call done. <laughs> like I'm in. Like I got the answer for you. I don't even need to think about it. It's yeah. Daniel Berger, biggest dick on tour. All right, uh, and not in the back to Shez. Let's back go back to Shez. I just don't. I never play this dude ever. I just like I don't know. I he's just one capper, and he's got he's got his last four t- trips here. That's three top sixes. I know that's pretty good. It's really good. He's just a guy I don't play. So, so for me, like, listen, I like I, maybe I'll sprinkle him into like the one fifties and stuff like that. But for guys who like, I feel like I always get him wrong. Mm-hmm. So when that happens, like, so what did he do with the John Deere when he was struck, missed the cut, right? When he was when he was highly owned at the Nelson, what happened? Missed the cut. I feel like guys who are this prototype of player mm-hmm. when they become uber chalky, they always disappoint. So I just I'll just avoid it, just on it, like whatever. Like I don't even if he even if he does well, like I can I can look somewhere else in this area, right? So I can go to. Uh, whatever, dude. I can I can go up to Cam Davis at at, at the same ownership who I, I like more. I like his skill set more for this course. Might not have the course history, but he's a guy who's going to give me winning upside and miscut upside, which I feel like Chez really doesn't give me winning upside. Like he gives me top ten, top twenty upside, but he, he's just as likely to miss the cut as Cam. Mm. All right, that's he fair. I, I can't argue with that theory. I do the same thing. Yeah. So, so. If, no, if Chez's ownership is out of control, then yeah. I understand. Yeah. What about Brendan Steele? That's another dude I can never fucking get right. Uh, he's a really nice guy. I like him, but yeah. no, I don't. I don't see. I don't make. I there's nothing about this that that he would jump out at me. He's a little squirrely off the tee, isn't he? What about your? Okay, you just cursed the guy out, and he sucks, right? <laughs> okay. I mean, Danny McCarthy, he can make some putts, man. No, no. dude, I'm telling you right now, no. Absolutely. If his ownership is like 5%, it's going to be sub fucking 5% because that's what I'm saying. He sucks, Jeff. That's it. He just sucks. It, the DFS community built him up because they, we jerk off over fucking stats and like, Oh, he's going to be fucking. Okay, I do not jerk off over stats for the, let the record. <laughs> Neither do I. Okay. But you know who we're talking about. I, I mean, the community as a whole. And then I get sucked into this shit because there's a bunch of guys who are really sharp who fucking like this guy and they like these stats. And I'm like, okay, fine. I'll fucking buy it. And the guy can get hot with the butter. And what does he do? He fucking right up my fucking keister. Fucking yeah, but that doesn't – okay. I know. Listen, I get it. But these decisions to be made, and I'll just go somewhere else. If he burns me, he burns me. I'm not I'm not sitting through it again. Same thing with Spencer. I'm fucking done with Spencer forever. <laughs> I don't care what he looks like in my fucking model. I don't care. I do not care. I will you're not gonna run out of players, buddy. Uh, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. They're all on the fucking boat. With that's me. why you're playing Xander now. That's why I'm playing Xander now. That's right. <laughs> you used that's to say the same thing about guys like him. No, Xander was just always mispriced. Uh, Xander, this Xander, he can't win. Finau can't win, and now, now all they do right. is win. Oh my god! No matter what. No all matter right. what. We'll see. I, I would rather fucking where the fuck is McCaffrey? Uh, like, I, like I'm not playing Munez. You love you love Spassy. I do, but I just don't – he didn't look good last week, and he's been kind of hit or miss, and there's rumors for him to go to. First-round leader. Always always first-round leader. That's fine. That's just an automatic. I mean, the, 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 uh, the Sanderson is Bermuda, mm-hmm. and uh, he won there. Yeah, that's fair. I'm yeah. just saying, man. Like, these guys are good. 
Seventy-one hundred. Yeah. I certainly like Nunes more than I like Brendan Steele. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. McCarthy's I, sitting there. Matt McNeely's sitting there. McNeely's another magic beans dude. What about Adam Long? Adam Long's interesting, right? Because he was fucking got pumped up, uh, and then ended up fucking sucking balls. And, uh, I really don't. I listen. I I don't like Adam Long. Okay. I not like in general. Like yeah, as yeah. a. Like uh, he's like a like a betting nemesis of mine. Okay. Like the one tournament How did that, that happened because <laughs> I had because I, I bet Phil Mickelson at the Career Builder oh, like shit. four years ago, really? and I had Phil and I, I that was my second show that I ever did, and I said I like Phil. He was forty to one, and I and Long Adam Long fucking beat Phil Mickelson, and right. that makes that sense. Sucked. And I had like two weeks ago, I had a matchup parlay. I won f- five out of the six legs. Yeah. And I lost to Adam Wong. He's the one, he's the one that beat me. So I me and Adam Wong, we're not getting along right now. Let me ask you something. So as, yeah, somebody, as somebody who does these terrible fucking single round matchup, fucking six, five, six parlays. Mm-hmm. What is your hit rate on those? I just want to see if I'm just terrible at it. How many of those do you hit a year? I just want to see if I'm absolutely terrible at him or like. Oh come on! Well, who cares? It's about the it's about the the, yeah, the, the it's about the day, Capper. Yeah, I right. usually only play him on Sundays, first of all, because oh, do you? okay, I do yeah, because if my outrights are gone, and then it's like, all right, I need a little something to get me through the day. Right, so that makes sense. That makes sense. I get behind that. So yeah, if my top forty parlay is dead, like if I just need like a little action. Yeah, it's not a large investment. I mean, that's why I do so many legs. But if I can get, if I can get a couple hours out of it, then it's worth it. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. All so right, that's fine. But no, I, I don't even know. Yeah, that's fine. I, I know. I don't know. That's all. I was just that because I like it doesn't matter. It's always it's always one asshole who could. There's always one asshole. Always one. And then like I even oh, try to go down. Let me do four. And then it's like oh three <laughs> instead of four. It's like well, this just doesn't matter. Like I'm just, I'm just not good. I used to have the same problem with horses, man. Yeah, I try to bet a horse to win, I'll always finish in second. It's like you know what? I'm gonna bet him a place, and then I'll finish in third. It's like right, I'll bet on the show, and then he'll end up fourth. And he gets put like, down. Fuck it! Track. I'm not betting horses anymore. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right, fucking six K. Yeah. Give me, give me some, give me some gems down here. All right, my boy Peppy Peter, Peppy Peter Malnati, been playing some great golf lately. Um, he's all the way down in 6,200. He's, he's played here four times. He's got a 19th and a 30th. His Cam, last five events. He was made the, the nicest cut. guy. And Cam said he was the nicest guy on board. I know. He's, Jersey is not the first person to say that. Everybody who talks about Peter Malnati, they like light up. The guy is like, I, I want to try to get him on because he, the guy's got a lot of pep in his step, a lot of optimism, and seems like a good person to talk to. But anyway, in his last five events, he's got three top 30s. And here he's got two top 30s. And he's $6,200. And I just, he stood out. I like it. He started at the bottom and worked my way up. And he was the first yeah. guy. I'm like, ooh, Bonatti, he's yeah. live. Okay. He's live. Uh, you don't have a problem with that? Is that what you said? No. Yeah, I like Bonatti. I have him written down. Oh, you do? Mm hmm. All right, that's good. Uh, Wyndham Clark, uh, eighth a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I'm only thinking about, I was thinking, I think he had a good finish at the Honda. I I might be wrong about that, but I think he has like a top 10 at the Honda. 
If that means anything, it may not. But I think what you said makes sense, right? Like, yeah, every, yeah. How could it not? A lot of water, heavy. Right, Same grass. Where the fuck is? But Alex guy? Smalley. I hate playing Alex Smalley because he went to Duke and Andy Lacks a Duke guy, and <sighs> he's gonna think that I, he's gonna think that I'm taking his guy. But he has been playing good golf. Yes, I had him good. last week. He was he was good. I don't think, but I think he'll be pretty popular. So I don't think he played. The API. I don't think Clark played the API. I don't see it on him. I can't oh, hear he, you. He missed. So uh, Clark missed the cut at the API last year, and he didn't play it this year. The API. He's, or you mean Honda? Oh, the Honda. I'm fucking retarded. Um, where is that? Yeah, I don't think he played it this year. You're not this year, but okay. Now you're gonna make me do some work. And no, he, and so he also missed the cut at the Honda this year. No, last year in March. Okay, but if you look at Wyndham Clark's like best career finishes, eleventh at the Honda T7 uh, 2019 Honda Classic. Yeah, eleventh, eleventh, eleventh in uh, in 2020. That's the that's the fifth best finish of his career. Okay, that's fine. Listen, listen we're digging for we're digging for garbage down here. Listen, I'm fine second at the Bermuda Championship. Yeah. Do you think they play that on Bermuda grass? Yeah, I would assume so. <laughs> yeah, so uh, <laughs> where the hell Steve? <laughs> where is Steve? So, yeah, he had a T7 at the Honda. Yeah, yeah that was great. Fine. Okay. Good pull by me. A couple years ago. Fine. I'm sure it's relevant. Oh, you're such a jerk. <laughs> you know who won that event? Keith Mitchell. I know. It's true. It's very true. <laughs> you jerk. <laughs> you're such a bad guy. <laughs> All right, who do you like? Come on, let's go back and forth here. Give me a name. All right, so I, you know me. I'm going to play, even though he's a fucking mess off the tee, I'm sticking on Brandon. I'm taking my boy, Lucas Herbert, man. Like, hey, listen, I know you guys know that <laughs> browsing on incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy. That's right. Without the added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it super easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means your private details, passwords, communications, most importantly, your browsing history, fellas, and more importantly, will be shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. It makes you virtually invisible online. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing your speed, computers, tablets, phones, even your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. And IPVanish is offering incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee that's like getting nine months for free. And it's super easy to use. All you got to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, search, and buy. Take your privacy back today with a brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to IPVanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP to claim your 70% off savings. That's I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H dot com slash S-G-P. Oh, yeah. the year. Yeah, the year, baby. Like, I, I will never not play him. Um, <laughs> like, that's just it. Because he's one of these guys that, like, I've gotten behind. And if he does well and now I don't have money on him, like, I'll lose my check. Like it just, it, I just feel like I'm missing out, right? Especially when you tie your tie your ship to like guys like this, you know what I mean? And yeah. He's a fucking house, man. Like he's way bigger than I thought when I saw him in person in, at Sawgrass. I was like, holy shit, this kid's big. Not just his ear; he's just a big dude. Um, and, he won uh, a Bermuda, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. One in Bermuda. I like. I like to play him when there's like worse weather because it seems to like 
negate his off the tee garbage, but he's a fine scrambler. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to be desired. He's 6,900, but yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine with him. I'm also fine with Clark. I actually had him start as well. I just want to give you a hard time. Um, and thanks, then thanks for that, Capper. No problem, man. Um, and then like, I'm going back to Taylor Moore, man. I got talked off him last week. Um, who the hell is Taylor Moore? I never even heard of this guy. So <laughs> last week, so he had he had a six at the Rocket Mortgage, uh, T20, T25 at the Barbersall, and the John Deere made the cut at the Travelers. He's super fucking cheap, man. Uh, he was cheap last week, too. Um, his best, like, he's good, man. Like, who just, is he though? Is he a rookie? Where'd he go to college? Like, where'd he come from? No, dude, I didn't get his dossier. I'm not fucking. Where in the world is Kevin San Diego? Well, that's kid. what I'm I just think looking. It's important. Just, I don't know who this kid is. I don't need to know who this kid is, right? Is like, I just need him. Is he on his like? Is he going to be somebody, or is he just having so. two good weeks, making a lot of putts? I mean, so it looks like it, he's relatively young, right? Because he looks like he's played the Boise Open as far as like a year ago, and it looks like the first Sanderson Farms looks like. Oh, he missed the cut at the Fortnite. Came in tenth at Nationwide. Like, yeah, man, he's the Fortnite. He's, <laughs> I got kids, man. I'm sorry. That's that's what. As soon as I see that, I'm like, oh god, where, where are they dropping the parachutes? Um, yeah, I mean, he's had a pretty good year, man. Like, pretty good two years. Like, he's been fine. Like, a couple missed cuts missed in there. He had a bunch of missed cuts uh, in the beginning, like between match and all right, match and June. But yeah, he, man, he's trying he in the born, right direction. He was born in Texas. He went to the University of Arkansas. So he graduated like six years ago. So how Razor old? Are back. Yeah. Uh, he's a good. He hits a lot of greens. Yeah, it's pretty good off the tee. Yep, looks fine. Like good off the tee, good on approach, round the green. Putting seems to be solid over the last couple of weeks. He's looks played like, thirty events in his career. All right, I like it. I don't care. I was on him last week and I was pissed. I fucking I, I didn't stick on him because uh, I got talked off him. And uh, yeah, I mean, two top tens in the last one. Like, where's he at in the fucking FedEx Cup stand? He's got to be part of what what one twenty well, something like that. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying he's probably like, what, like one. All right, so you want to go with a young kid there? How about uh, I might I might go a little Troy Merritt, a little crusty veteran. Okay, I'm fine uh, with he's that. Got, he's got a second here, a twelfth here. He's fourteenth in his last start, and uh, you know I think he, he he some some asshole in DFS, some <laughs> DFS asshole is giving Merritt a hard time for missing some putts. Yeah, like, my kid was in the fucking hospital. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. You know, I good did. good on Troy. All right, good so maybe the family's all good now. It's like playoff it. season. You know, Troy Merritt, maybe, maybe, maybe Troy Merritt pops. I like I, it. I can get behind that. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> I, that. I, I, love, I love any good type of narrative like that. Well, come on. Hey, it's, it's the St. Jude FedEx, you know, for the children. Uh, it's very the kids are okay. That's very true. Fuck. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like that's why you have me on, Capper. This is the shit I bring to the table. The narrative, right? narrative street, baby. So, <laughs> so. I like Taryn, man. Like uh, I, I was, I went back and forth last week uh, on like my single entries, and I pulled Taryn out at the last minute because he's so squirrely off the fucking tee and put in Russell Knox, and I thought it was going to be a disaster, but it basically ended up a wash. Um, but still kind of squirrely off the tee. But I mean, look, man, he did it last week. He's in good form. Uh, he, he didn't get in too much trouble last week at, at at the price he's at. He can make some stuff fit. He's not going to be super chalky. Uh, putts pretty well on Bermuda, and yeah, I mean, look, I mean, other than the miscut in Scotland, I mean, since the beginning of July, he's had two top tens and a top twenty-five and a top thirty. So at this all price, right. like, we're not. Can I talk about this guy for a second? Yeah, absolutely. All right. First of all, 
This is his 10th week in a row. And we, we kind of talked, we, we talked briefly offline yeah, we did. about these guys that. This is, but this is not his 10th. This is not his 10th week in a row. Okay. So he I, played last week, the Rocket Mortgage, the 3M, did not play the Open. Played he, he played he played the opposite field event. Oh, did he? Yeah. All right, fine. You're right then. Say so he played. I think he played both. No, I'm looking at his thing. His oh. last like uh, yeah, no weeks off. All right, no weeks off. Now I will say this about this guy because he was paired with Nick Hardy at the Travelers, and I was following them following that group around. And he's a little whiny bitch. First of all, um, <laughs> is he really? He's the worst. It, it's like. You would if you had to like uh, create a player of, or create a person of somebody named Callum. Yeah. Like, like he, he acts like a Callum. All right. Okay. Okay. What a freaking tool bag! But right. and then he hit one of the best tries I've ever seen at the ninth hole at the Travelers, and then he like he flubbed the chip and ended up making a par, missing the cut when he needed birdie, and he was he, I mean he put it in like Bryson territory. Oh shit. Um, anyway. But 10 weeks in a row is a lot of golf, and we talked before about guys playing a lot. A lot of guys are coming in six, seven, eight weeks in a row yeah, just to try to get here and yeah, get their card for next year. Right. And now they're here. It's like, okay, we can like relax a little bit, and you don't know how that's going to play out. Now, right, kid, so he can make I'm, a cut, and he could be fine. I'm going to write this. I'm going to write this down. So, And I'm not going to play Taron now. Oh, come on. And so, oh, so now it's my fault. Now, if something goes wrong. And he fucks it up. This is 100% on you, Jeff. All right. Fair. All right. Well, then you have to talk me off, somebody. <laughs> All right. You like, like, you, like you tried to talk me off Hatton last week. <laughs> I was, I, listen, man. I, I was wrong. Listen, I, I'm not infallible. All right. So I'm going to use that. I'm going to use that excuse. Well, I was wrong. <laughs> Ten weeks in a row is not a lot of golf. Oh, it's a lot of golf. <laughs> a lot of golf. The, uh, I'm going back to Lee Hodges, too, man. Like uh, I'm just oh. going back. I've been playing him. I've been playing him the last couple of weeks. Yeah, he's been, he's been playing good. Uh, he's he's not wild off the tee at all. He's pretty accurate off the box. Hits lots of greens. Uh, and if his putter's on, he's good. Like that's just it. Like it's that he was a little squirrelier last week uh, off the tee, but yeah, man, I'm perfectly fine with going back to Lee Hodges. And Steve put me on him at some point, and he's one of those guys that just end up sticking around that I play in the sixes. I don't know, man. I think I want. I think I want somebody with a little bit more. What about like a Matthew Neesmith? I like him. He's fun. Good iron player. Uh, Thirty sixth last week. <sighs> you know, maybe maybe he can get lucky. He's probably a top forty candidate for me. I don't know if I'll put him in my DraftKings lineup. Yeah, so I, but, yeah. I just want guys down here. Like even if, like if they make the cut. Like I want them to fucking score still. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't do me any fucking good. Like if they make the cut and then. Don't do shit. You know what I mean? It helps, but it doesn't like help. You know well, I'm I mean? gonna focus on guys that are like grew up in the South, grew up on Bermuda, played like you know maybe play golf in the SEC or something. You know these Alabama kids or yeah. Arkansas or whatever, and you know that are used to Bermuda grass. That's where I'm gonna go and hope to get lucky. That's what about my- what about Dougie Gim? It's a TPC course, sixty two hundred bucks. Um, garbage form, Chicago garbage, garbage form. Yeah, perform well. The players. Yeah, dude, he's 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 a good TPC player. I mean, seventh week in a row, eighth week in a row, 
Eighth I mean, week in a row, he's got Jeff. Just because we are old and tired doesn't mean these twenty-two year olds who who are, well, are lucky old for and tired. him. He hasn't had a lot. He hasn't had eight weekends in a row. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Two top twenties and five missed cuts. So, um, yeah, okay. He's a flyer. He's a flyer. Why not? I'm not single entry. I'm not putting him on single entry. But. Yeah. No, he's yeah. He's fine. TPC. He's fine. If yeah, if you th- if you think that's a thing, where the fuck? Yeah, where? Wait, where? What? Where about KH Lee? Then that's what I was about to say. Where the fuck is KH Lee? How did I miss him? He's sixty seven hundred. Oh, I'm a hundred percent playing fucking KH Lee. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my all God. those TPC guys. Oh, I'm absolutely playing, dude. He's so accurate off the box. That's the only way you get in trouble off of you. Okay. Oh. Well, I'm glad you found him. Thanks, buddy. Congratulations. I can't believe I missed him the first time. That's all right. Um, There's a lot of names there in the sixes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no Spencer, dead to me. Uh, <laughs> no, no Vegas. Go, go to fucking live already. You broke my hat. No Ryan Palmer. There's too much water on the course. I don't know. He hurt me some at some point. Luke okay, List is it? He's Luke never missed a cut here. I don't care. Luke okay. List. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, if you know, or, you know, fight back in your narrative a little bit, and he's played well at the Honda Classic. How he does, that means too, doesn't oh, you fucking asshole. All right, now I'm gonna blame you for playing Palmer too. Well, I just don't say things that don't make sense. That's all. I didn't say it had to make sense. I said he hurt me somewhere with water once, so I don't play him with well, water. Well, that's a stupid narrative, right? Palmer's fine. Like I'm just worse my water. That's all. all. Who made that up? Who? I don't know. It's me who had lost money on him going in the water a bunch of times. I don't know. <laughs> Can happen to anybody. Exactly. It's not specific to Ryan Palmer. I get it, but these are things that stick out. And, well, you know uh, that means you got to play Rom too, then. You know, if you're playing Ryan Palmer, right? Oh, Shout out to my boy Steve. I was going to say Steve just punched his <laughs> fucking car when you said that. <laughs> I did that on purpose. All right, that's great. All right, so I'm picking I'm Sam Burns. That's the only outright I'm probably going to have. That's uh, it. One outright. Well, that, that I know that I'm confident in saying now. All right, so I got JT and uh, Will's out of course. I'm telling you what. Ah. Uh, you already bet. You already bet, JT. Yeah, I already bet. Yeah. Ah, all right. Well, I bet. I, listen, I don't get my fucking lines until like two o'clock in the afternoon down here in Florida because the Santas is too busy doing whatever the fuck he's doing. Not fucking legalizing. It's gambling. coming, buddy. It's coming. Oh, it's don't not worry fucking coming. You don't understand how fucked up the state is, bro. Like it's Massachusetts got it first. Massachusetts can get it done. Then any state should be able to get it done. But the Seminoles got a stranglehold on it. The Santas is a fucking moron. Like there's all types of bad shit going on down here. You should see the ads they put out to like not legalize sports betting. I'm like, who watches this ad and is like, oh yeah, I don't want fucking, I don't want revenue. I don't want tax revenue. Yeah, I don't want it. Like, don't let the outsider come down and, and take our money. I'm like, what do you mean our money? It's the Seminoles. You're not seeing a fucking dime, you morons. Go fucking vote. Idiots. Fucking idiots. You want to talk about TV coverage real fast? Get that bingo card? <laughs> Yeah, I am. We almost have them all, Capper. We almost yeah, have well, them all. NBC's coming, so uh, right. NBC's coming. I don't have to worry about no Nance, right? No Nance for the next couple weeks. That's right. No, you get Easinger though. That's he's a lot of fun. You know what you could do? You could do what I do, and you just mute the television. I do. I listen. I actually do that a lot. I listen. I to never. I, I, everyone make a big deal about about uh, Nick Faldo. I haven't listened to Faldo talk in like four years. Faldo wasn't bad. I didn't mind him, even though he was like. An I don't friend. listen to the sound. I don't want to hear interviews. I don't want to watch commercials. I, I listen to the PGA Radio live, like usually on Sundays. Like I'm, I'm getting ready for the week and shit, so like I got uh-huh. it on, and I'm like doing stuff in the living room. I try to, I try to leverage whatever I need to do around the house to be the living room. 
from yeah. like from like 12 p.m. on. And I always have the just the earbuds in uh, with the listen to PGA Tour live because those guys are fucking awesome. The radio guys are fucking great and, and great. yeah, they do they, a good job. Yeah, they're fucking awesome. Uh, TV uh, socks balls as per usual, but whatever. I, I'm done complaining about that. It is what it is. They don't care about us. And uh, it's a good bingo. I, yeah, yep, there it is. Bingo card should be checked. All right, Jeff, tell everybody where the fuck they can find you. You know what? No, I don't want anybody to find me. All right, leave me alone on Twitter. If you're interested in the YouTube show, then watch it. You already know who I am. You know where to find me. I'm no. We get new I'm not, no, Jeff, shame, no plugs. Jeff, we get new listeners every week. All right, you know so that, then right? they can they can check the description. They'll be like, "Who the hell is this freaking guy?" All right, I'm going to check him out on Wednesday night, eight o'clock. If I show up. So you plugged it. Wednesday nights, 8 o'clock, Nagel's yeah. Bagel's last-minute DFS show uh, where he yells at uh, lots of people. It's pretty funny. I, I try to show up when my kids aren't being bad. Uh, I usually I usually replay it late at night when I'm drinking gin and tonics and just laugh and laugh. <laughs> I appreciate that, <laughs> Tapper. Yeah, man. The uh, But, yeah, and uh, you can find him on Twitter at Nagel's Bagels. So make sure to bother him on Twitter. He loves to interact with people. It's his favorite fucking thing to do. Uh, tomorrow night. Alone. <laughs> tomorrow night for the betting show i got your boy uh chris powers coming on uh we're gonna break down the betting card oh what's the case <laughs> yep and uh you guys know where to find me uh over on the sports game podcast discord channel and uh yeah boston underscore capper twitter jeff always a pleasure brother hey this was a good show man i really appreciate it yeah, this was good. good thank you <laughs> all right talk to you boys tomorrow night break some books